need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. for another edition of the Michael Deacon program. I'm your host, Michael Deacon, and I am quite dangerous and bad for your health. Nice to meet you. We are set to do another one of these things. Can you believe it? Two nights in a row. Wow. That's pretty incredible. And of course, I am not alone this evening. I am joined by the co-host of this program. I consider him a good friend of mine, the man of the hour. The second man of the hour, I should say, is right. Mike Hideous, welcome back, Mike. Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm good. All right. I can't complain. All right. I'm alive and well and not dead. All right. So you know how that goes. And Mike, we have a guest tonight. So I've been told. Can you believe it? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since we've interviewed anyone, right? Indeed. But yes, tonight we are joined by Mr. Dean Ryan. And of course, Dean is an investigative journalist, producer, and TV radio host. And you've heard him all over the place. And of course, Mike, you have heard him here before with the freight train, Mr. James Fetzer. Right. And I believe we should call him already, Mike. He's uh, been waiting. Let's get him there. Let's Uh, let's get him here then. Let's bring him on already. Let's waste no time bringing in Mr. Dean Ryan. Hopefully he's 
ready to go, which I think he is. Dean, what's going on? Hey, Michael. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for being here, Dean. It's been a while since uh, we've done one of these shows. Yeah, it's it's been a, yeah, it's been a, a good while, but uh, we we have kept in touch, and I think that's uh, that's the greatest part of it all is the um, support uh, we can give each other as independent uh, media individuals here, because we're taking on just waves of censorship and waves of all multifaceted types of wars right now in, in the world. So it's good to band together with uh, a good group of people. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And of course, I am also joined by my co-host here, Dean, uh, Mike Hideous. Uh, say hello, Mike. Hello. Yes, Mike. Yes. Good to hear you. How are you, Mr. Ryan? Good to hear from you. Oh, doing good. I love coming here. This was, you know, this was such a milestone uh, coming on the show two years ago on May 29th, 2020, literally when all those riots uh, came out and I literally just found out about it. So I'll always remember the show. Yes, very early on in the game, you were here and I was uh, concerned about your uh, health. I was like, oh, God, you're going to go where? Uh, that was uh, to Dallas, Texas. I believe that's where you were at. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, we went down there, but uh, the world has changed so much since then. You know, I mean, who would have thought that we'd be living in a world right now where China and their citizens, the Chinese people, are now like revolting, uh, something we haven't seen since 1989's Tiananmen Square. Uh, as you recall, the single lone individual uh, Chinese uh, person who is right in front of the tank who remembers those images. So here we are again, history repeating itself. Right. But, you know, it's an opportunity to win the freedom uh, kind of uh, just stagnation or get out of the stagnation we're in and, and really fight for freedom this time around. Yes, the uh, Chinese citizens out there tired of the CCP and, uh, you know, they don't want this to go on anymore. The whole lockdown thing is in insane. And, of course, America's looking at what's going on out there and our government also keeping a close eye on what the CCP is doing and I'm sure they are just uh, itching to uh, do the same here to us again. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's very it's very complicated China and me and my, my, my crew uh, at Real Deal Media we're trying to put together a big special on China. And I don't think as Americans or Westerners for that fact, I don't think we really have the overall scope of who and what China truly is. You know, it, you can go all the way back to the Christopher Columbus days and you can make the case that they had the first maps and what have you, but it really was the Qin dynasty of China that had the world's first maps. You never knew how big their navy was because they were very secretive because they didn't want the other imperialists really, you know, just taking their intellectual property. Now, the irony of that is, well, that's exactly what China does today. Yeah. They're the greatest thefts of intellectual property in, in the face of the earth. And, you know, we try to uh, tell that to one of the uh, guests that we brought on here a couple. What, what was that, Mike? Like two years ago now, the, that guy living out there, a teacher. The professor, yeah. The professor, yes, a teacher out there. We tried talking to him about the CCP, and of course, it was all sort of um, 
hush, hush. Yeah, it was very hush, hush. It was all, you know, very controlled what he said. I'm sure he didn't want his uh, throat slit in the middle of the night. No. No, if you recall in, I believe it was Laguna Hills, there was a shooting at a church uh, of a, I think it was a Taiwanese nationalist. Right, yes. Uh, no. Well, that's kind of what China does. They have this program here in the United States where you might have even heard of the secret police stations of China throughout the West. Um, we found one of them live on air on the show with our, uh, our very own Inspector Cates over there in Toronto. We found it. But what they do is they really do grab dissidents, arrest them abroad, and bring them back to China for hard labor, where they put them with all the other Uyghurs the, the uh, Chinese Muslims in a hard labor camp. So this, I, I, this I, is no joke. Um, Dean, I yeah. thought I thought for a second you said they put them with all the the Uyghurs. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is that what he said? I, thought I heard that. I thought I heard that. I'm no, sorry. I I like, you know, I'm not going to joke. No. I, I don't mean to no, joke right now, said. but I'm that's just. That's what I said, Michael. Okay. No, you're absolutely okay. correct. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Vanilla ice is there, and then all of them. That's where you go. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I just need to get that out of there. Okay. Now back to being no, serious I, here. You heard it right. Okay. There's no correction. Yeah. That's what I meant. But it, it is a complex issue because uh, you have. Xi Jinping, um, and for some reason they call him Winnie the Pooh, and he hates that. But I kind of like it. Uh, that's a good name. I, I don't know why. I like that. Yeah, 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 odd. What, what an insult. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. um, well, it's very interesting because you have Xi Jinping, who is the head of the People's Republic. Then there's the CCP, the uh, Chinese Communist Party. They're like two entities. So uh, his father was killed by the CCP many, many moons ago. So the case has been made that Xi Jinping, who's kind of like, just kind of imprisoned with his own deep state called the, the CCP, he's kind of a, allowing a takedown of them. Now the problem with that is, because it's very complex, is they don't reside in China. 90, over 91% of them reside throughout the rest of the world. Uh, Switzerland, San Francisco, uh, Melbourne, Australia, and of course, England, the first uh, Chinatown ever in the West. So that's the kind of complex 21st century world war we're uh, embarking on. We're, we're actually right in the middle of. Right, right. And of course, for those who don't know, um, out near, um, well, I should say not near, I should say the Laguna Hill area, all those multi-million dollar houses that you see lots of them actually owned by uh, chinese companies that's correct yeah that's correct so what china does they set up multinational corporations throughout the west uh particularly the united states i'll get to canada in a second and then the supreme court ruled that uh corporations are people too so that's how they funnel the money, and that's how they bribe the people. They use our own law firms in the United States to fight their battles. So when we talk about the CCP, we're not necessarily talking about the, the traditional Chinese-looking individuals. No, they look like people like that alleged governor, Gavin Newsom of California. They look like that. Their tentacles uh, spread far and wide. Um, people that take the bribes are taking CCP money. and this is the fight we have. Now, what's interesting is outside of the U.S., 
You have Canada, who has FIPA, which is the foreign, uh, pretty much what FIPA is, F-I-P-A, Foreign Investment Protection Act. It allows people like China to set up a business and then guard their own property the best way they seem fit, meaning they can bring in the military. Now, a lot of that's been shut down, and I'm very proud of the Canadian Parliament. Uh, the conservative side, I believe, actually called it out, and they figured out over 11 uh, Canadian politicians were put into place, financed by China. And I happen to think one of those one of those puppets I'm just talking about is uh, what we call the Whore of Havana. That's uh, Justine Trudeau is one of their little puppets. And we're finding that out. Now, as that happened over a week ago, the very next day, my, and I, my jaw almost fell off once again, is you had the new uh, incoming Congress in, in, in uh, Washington, D.C., literally laid the case out that the Biden family was not only financing and doing business with China in the most treasonous ways, but they were part of this human trafficking, the Biden family. That's the first time I think we've ever heard human trafficking uh, and a sitting president and his family use in the same sentence right. in our history. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. Um, we've heard of Hunter Biden, you know, getting down with uh, underage prostitutes, but uh, nothing of that nature, not uh, human trafficking, maybe sex trafficking, but human trafficking in a whole sort of uh, different realm there. Yeah. Well, this is what they do. The human trafficking, the child trafficking, it, it all comes through the shipping crates. And when you figure out that China owns over 80% of the shipping yards around the world, and it's easy for them to transport whatever they want beyond human trafficking and fentanyl, they're shipping weapons of war in case the sovereign citizens of whatever country they're dominating tend to wake up to the ruse. That's kind of what they do, and they put cash in their weapons everywhere. They leave them at the shipping yards, and we see that happening throughout South America. And I really don't think we know just how usurped South America truly is and because it really says something when the new Chinese space program is in Argentina, and then you look up to the Venezuela, all the third, you know, the collapsed countries of uh, uh, South America. Well, they all fell under the Covax rollout, head by the WHO, China, and the CCP themselves. So we're fighting a global war on the Fourth Reich where China's now Japan, and the true German Fourth Reich is the WEF, World Economic Forum, head by Klaus Schwab. So this is what this repeated history looks like, different uniforms, same intent, but with a greater objective of a post-human era, and that's what this is. Yes, many companies here in the U.S., about 200, over 260, I believe, are out here, and of course, all ties to the CCP. Why America lets this happen, I have no idea, but I guess this is uh, how we make most of our money as well. What working with the Chinese government, even though we don't like to uh, admit that, uh, but we have already been compromised. And uh, I know, Mike, uh, I'm sure you have plenty to say about that. You know, where, where do I begin? Can I ask you a, a question, Mr. Ryan? 
is it do you think that we are headed like truly headed for war with the way things are happening right now well i think we're already in a war that's financial uh you look at BRICS that's setting up and the american people for, for the most part have no idea when i say BRICS in the new financial system they don't have a clue because you have the greatest gatekeepers known to man called the american media that has put a complete blackout on any new form of, of financial system that are um, you know, beginning to spur. And it's important that we know that because the dollar is getting dumped by a lot of the major countries, Russia, India, China. Now, in previous past, that was cause for war. That's why we, went, we got rid of Gaddafi. That's why they got rid of Saddam Hussein. They were dumping the dollar to trade their own oil with their own currency. And that's a big no-no, according to uh, Henry Kissinger from 1972 in the deal he made with the Saudis that make us the world reserve currency and then we will call it the petrodollar and only get oil from you. Those days are over. Those days are gone. And so if you're talking about hot kinetic war, that's what they're trying to spur on right now. That's what the Democrats are trying to do. Uh, and that's why all the biggest investors in Europe moved all their money into the Federal Reserve right now to prop up the dollar a little longer to get their World War III to go to that kinetic, hot, next level of what a war truly is. So I think, yes, I can make the case to you, Michael, that the war was underground the first two years. Now the war has been cultural after that in the lead up to that. And the war is definitely financial. It's it's between the, the banking cartels of old that we're used to and the new one that's ready to just spur along. And the EU doesn't want that, the WEF and the, the banking cartels, the Federal Reserve. So the next domino to drop is that hot kinetic war. And I hope it doesn't happen, but it would only make sense because, you know, just like a game of chess, they've lost a lot of pieces and we're about to checkmate them. So they need to wag the dog and start that World War Three. What, what, what about what about this whole thing with wanting to switch? They want to stop using the American dollar and use um, uh, I'm not sure what the term is called, not Bitcoin, but more electronic money. A, a, a way, like a in other words, they want to they want to eliminate the dollar yeah. so that you use a credit right. card and you can be tracked at any given point. And right. like China, like China. I, Pretty sure it's China and not Japan, but like China, if you if you're doing good, you score good points, and if you're doing bad, they yeah. punish you by um, putting limitations on what you can or cannot do. Yes, that's what's going on in China right now. They have that whole right. um, passport uh, thing, the virus passport sort of thing, um, and you know, if you uh, violate that, you don't get to eat. Um, basically, Mike, you know, they could control you so, that so, way. It's fucking crazy. Right, so what yeah. If yeah. I may, what I'm getting to is what the question is that, you know, we're talking about the, the, the you know, the petrodollar where that's being dealt with. But what about this, the, the war, this issue right here in America where the Democrats are basically trying to get rid of, or I should say the government is trying to get rid of cash and, yes. and, and have a, some sort of a digital currency. Uh, yes. A digital currency. Thank right. you. So, mm -hmm. right. Again, are we leading towards a war? Is is this something that we all need to be a, like paying attention to? What's what do you think? Well, absolutely, absolutely. There's going to be two competing 
uh, currencies on, on, on the main stage. So you have the one that you're talking about is like the, what the Democrats and, and China's pushing, which is tied to a social credit score. Uh, the social credit score was put into China and it was developed by Microsoft. Go figure. China was the testing ground. Uh, and you actually get points, uh, Michael, for actually snitching on your neighbors. So when the uh, the king of all rats, Mayor Garcetti of L.A., started promoting that two years ago to snitch on people who are not locked down, that was to get into our lexicon of what's coming. And, and people like uh, Andrew Yang with the uh, universal basic income, because you know when no one has a job, we're going to need the universal basic income. It was all preview of what's coming. So to answer your question, there's going to be a competing sound money that's going to be promoted by BRICS. And now you have Brazil signed up to it, Russia, uh, the Xi Jinping, former China, not the CCP, and other big players. Now, Canada, they want to stay on the side of the EU, the WEF, and the Federal Reserve. And it's a big ruse to go with those guys, although they'll have the media on their side and everything. But um, the social credit score, we're already indoctrinated to follow right into that yes with, with, with no problem in social media was the experiment for that you know be nice if you want to stay on here you see they got us they sure not did all of us, but... yes they sure did we, we, <laughs> yeah, the we're gov- not gonna fall for it yeah our government is looking like i said very closely at what what the chinese government is doing and we will be following in their footsteps uh, the chinese are quote unquote ahead of us and uh, technology and a few things they say. And, you know, I, I have uh, some arguments against that, but our government does seem to follow in their footsteps. It's, it's, there's, it's hard to deny at this point. Right, 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 right. And, and that's just it. You said our government. I would make the case this is not our government. This well, is not a really, globalist yes. takeover. Right. Well, I know semantics, but I agree. this is a globalist takeover. And, they, you know, our government, let's say our government, per se, our government, for example, is the republic. And the best case example for that is you look over there at Arizona right now, and you look at what they just did, the Maricopa County Board, uh, they certified Katie Hobbs as the new governor, a woman who is on the, the uh, election oversight committee and still running for governor at the same time. And that's supposed to be fair. So who's behind those people? We make the case for the CCP. Who's behind like the Newsoms and the city councils that all went along with this lock and step? And you locate the money, where it came from, all the uh, just the strategies of the rollout stemmed from the WEF, went to the federal, or excuse me, went to the Commonwealth first because they're the easiest to take over in Europe. And went all the way to the blue states and then sucked up the rest of the country of the United States in the middle. So China's here, but they're masquerading as people like you and I. And there is a pushback to this, but it's it's weeding these people out. I mean, Mitch McConnell, our, our favorite turtle, is nobody's friend. And some of these traitorous Republicans, Mittens, Romney. Yes, I was about to ask you about uh, that. Uh, Dean, I was about to ask you about that. These uh, conservatives and those that are Republican all turning their backs on uh, Donald Trump right now. I was uh, wondering what you thought about that. And of course, Mike, 
I was wondering what your thoughts were on, uh, about that, too. It seems like everyone is sort of uh, taking their ball and going home now. Surprised? Go ahead, Mike. Uh, you know what? I'm not surprised. You know, are you surprised? I'm, I'm no, not, not really. Mean, look, man, I've said it, I've said it countless times. The, the, the Republicans are a bunch of spineless wimps who don't know how to fight back. Um, there's a lot of talk, and there's always talk, 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 talk. They don't do enough. Um, there's been a few moments recently that I've gotten tickled funny when, when I hear them say how they're going to – they're definitely going to throw in this uh, investigation about Hunter Biden and Biden crime family, so on and so forth. But the important facts are not being dealt with, as I've mentioned. Gas, inflation, key, key. But what do they, what do, they do now that they, they get a little power? They focus on gay marriage. So, I mean, the, the, it's just that, yeah, that's exactly well, what Well, sexual happened. orientation's very, yeah, very uh, important, Mike. How dare you? They, they, they just, they just, they don't focus on what's important. And when they do, they don't, in my personal opinion, I don't think they act enough. And, and they need to start playing dirty like the Democrats do. And let's face it, I don't care what anybody says, the left is not playing fair. And starting with these elections, these, these bullshit elections uh, with, 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 with early mail-in voting and, and, and all that crap. So I, I'm, I'm at a – Michael, you know damn well I'm at a breaking point right now or a boiling point, whatever right. you want to call it. I've had it. I'm sick and tired of what I've seen happen yeah. in the last two years. In fact, even when – Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline when Trump was president all four years they did nothing but torment this man and his family if they would have just let him go he could have been the greatest president of all but everybody's so damn sensitive oh we tweeted a word that upset me and oh my sexual orientation wasn't uh, addressed and uh, who cares get the world taken care of get this country taken care of or get get off the, 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 the pedestal you know no, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I, I think majority of Americans have been fed up. You know, just today, they just found Stuart Rhodes, both keepers, guilty of sedition. You know, just today, that just happened hours ago. And I've had Stuart on my, my show, and I've known him for a few years. And this is not a man who's stupid who said, go uh, bum rush the Capitol building. I mean, you know, he's no he's no fan like uh, Pete Santilli or anything, but this is a guy that he had uh, Oath Keepers that have a bad connotation now, but actually went into the building as medics to help people. When we know now, oh, it was the FBI leading the charge, just like it was the FBI imposing uh, that. Isn't that wonderful? That is wonderful. Yeah, yeah, the Federal Bureau uh, infiltrators who tried to kidnap Governor Dimwit of Michigan, uh, the same people that infiltrated the Black Panthers and just every kabuki theater incident in, in recent history has been the FBI, if not the CIA, which, by the way, has no oversight. 
So what are we fighting and who are we fighting here in this world of war, world at war? Because it is, by the way, just another um, issue and problem of having bloated government is uh, you can vote your way out of uh, capitalism, but um, dare I say you got to shoot your way out of communism. You know, let me go back to January 6th really quickly here. Um, As all of you can remember, they were saying that there was a crowd going after Mike Pence and they were going to actually hang him, they were saying. Um, Do you think they would actually hang Mike Pence, though? Yeah, well, that's just his family that wants to do that. But uh, do they want to hang Mike Pence? <laughs> you know, I'm wondering if they would really have uh, done that. I'm not, you know, I'm not um, supporting it well, or being against it. I'm just uh, no, saying, no. hypothetically, um, do you think they really would have done that? Uh, no, if anything, they would have dragged him back to his coffin where he, uh, you know, just originated from. But, <laughs> you know, you, you know, you look at that insurrection, there was a bunch of people that were just, you ever seen like the, the migrants from Mexico that come here sure, and they're wearing like, they're wearing like t-shirts that say, you know, USA number one and, you know, like a Dodger hat and oh, a yes. foam finger, you know, right. just, they're overly, um, you know, looking like tourists, if you will. Well, yes. the same thing applied to the day after January 5th. And we're led to believe that all these people bum rush the Capitol by these uh, Trump supporters, one of them with a sickle and hammer communist tattoo. I'm sure, I'm sure that was just a mistake, right? <laughs> but it's not. It's not. Yeah, because communist Trump supporters really exist out there, you know, like a, a vegan meat eater. Uh, so, so this is what it is, and the FBI has to be disbanded. It's been infiltrated by the CIA. You look at Peter Strokeme, that guy from the Russia collusion. He was a CIA guy who infiltrated the FBI. Yeah, we've talked about so, the corruption of the feds, the FBI and the CIA, and uh, many other branches out there. Um, uh, countless times here on this program, and yes, they are always responsible for some nefarious activities. Um, here uh, in America and, of course, uh, outside of America. But, yes, they are um, state-sponsored uh, terrorists, in my opinion. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's what we got on January, for the most part. I mean, I didn't want to blatantly say that right away, um, I had, but I had my doubts that uh, this was a bit fishy. It seemed a little bit odd. Oh, it was definitely a little bit odd. I mean, it was, it, I, I think there was a setup of, of somewhere. And, you know, you talk about the Republicans. Uh, Mike was talking about the Republicans of, of being um, just really limp wristed. I would also add to that that they're all compromised. They're yeah, that's all the compromised problem. With, you know, you look at the, uh, the F, FTX scandal, yeah. which was the financial bloodline to the entire Democrats of everything and why they win, this and that. Part of that, it was Planned Parenthood, which was the money laundering uh, outset and outfit for the Democrats. You know, just two years ago, in the run-up to the 2020 election, the Democrats couldn't even raise money in the U.S., so they had to go to Mexico. So them taking down the big financial bloodline to the Democrats of the FTX and the Planned Parenthood, which is number one organ harvesters in the world, they're broke. So it's only logical for them to pop up this petrodollar where they can print out the thin air and get a war going 
And even some Republicans sign on to this foolish CGI war in Ukraine. You have, uh, I believe, Senator Ron Johnson over there in Wisconsin, who fits all the profiles right. He has his hand on the Bible, he, he loves his guns, and he's kissing babies and just everything. And you're like, okay, yeah, he's for us. With sound money, blah, blah, blah. Oh, but then he he has just hatred in his eye like that had Gloria Newland, Victoria Newland, excuse me, who is a blood-sucking vampire hag that loves everything that has to do with war. He's signing up to it. Sounds like an ex-girlfriend. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I'm describing, yes. Yikes. Yes, and of course, you just uh, described the FTX uh, scandal. Uh, so much money uh, funneled through there. And of course, that company and of course, our friend, I believe, uh, Sam. Is that his name? Sam Bankman. Is that his name? Was that the uh, curly haired man? Yeah, that's him. Yes, that gentleman. Yeah, that's his name. He. Um, it's a huge scandal. I'm not sure if Mike's been following, but... Um, my well, goodness, lots of money uh, funneled, by the way, Mike, through uh, crypto and funneled to the DNC. Big surprise. Well, get this. Okay, so this is a crash your course for Mike of, of what this whole thing is. This was part of the crypto revolution and that just popped up, and it was part of the blockchain and, and you know, the Bitcoins. Now, the kid that started it, okay, he, he started it. Uh, this is the inside intel. It came out of Harvard. His parents both came out of Harvard. Well, don't we know? Every CIA asset slash president's come out of there. He is CIA family. They're all backed by them. This is their money laundering outfit, and that was in. It got taken down, and I don't think we know the full extent of all the players. And I'm willing to bet the farm that it goes way beyond just Democrats. We're talking 90% of Senate, if not Congress. In fact, I talked to uh, a former JAG officer uh, in the Army, and he said that there was an electronic purity test given to Senate of, you know, to check to see if there's any uh, just pollutants of crime, felonies, and what other nefarious acts. And he told me, he said, you wouldn't believe it. He said, about 90% of them are all dirty. I said, really? Um, well, I'm not surprised. Well, who's the clean one? He said, well, one of them's Rand Paul. Well, I said, go figure. Yes, the Paul family. <laughs> Rand Paul, huh? Jeez. Yeah. That's how bad it is. Yeah, that's pretty that's bad. That's pretty bad. Yeah. That's a lot of money, by the way, thrown down the drain there. And uh, lots of investors out there. This is a mess. These people were out in the Bahamas, Mike, uh, smoking meth, making millions of dollars. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. No, I mean, yeah. that's what they were doing. Well, it is, it is, it is, because we don't even know how bad it is. And I, I long for the day, and I think we're getting there soon, that we can audit the Federal Reserve and we can look at a hundred years of crimes just beyond our imagination, stemming from 1913. I mean, imagine that you have Woodrow Wilson, who's probably one of the worst presidents of all time. In fact, probably tied up there with George Bush Sr., who gave us China, since that was brought up earlier. Um, you had him sign the, uh, the Federal Reserve Act in 1913, and then we had World War I right after that, World War II. We had endless Cold War with Korea throughout the 1950s. 
Then you had William McNamara do the Gulf of Tonkin, 1963, tried to force Kennedy into it. He said no. He wants to talk to Khrushchev, doesn't want to go to Vietnam, kill them, and then we have Vietnam for 10 years, and then all the other conflicts. I mean, I don't know how old everyone is, but I can't remember a time in my life that we have not been at war. We're always at war, yes. And, of course, the Patriot Act, you forgot to mention, thanks to Bush, and, of course, you mentioned Saddam Hussein earlier, and I just wanted to add that that was a giant mistake, by the way. We should oh, have never gotten rid of him at all. We should have just left him alone, left him in power, the greatest leader of the Muslim free world, and we we managed to screw that up. I mean, go figure, right? That's so stupid. Stupid move. I, I, I can't believe it. I mean, I, I look back at that time. And I was shouting at my TV here in the news, thinking, "Why would you do that? This is a this is a mistake." Well, it, it goes back to uh, Saddam was not going to use the dollar to start trading his oil, and that's when they went in there. They did the same thing in 2011. You know, they did. This is what they were doing at that time. They gave us the Arab Spring of 2011 that we were led to believe was started because of a parody Muslim video of Muhammad. And then you look at Hillary's face and Obama and all the other, John Brennan, who created Obama and all those goblins at the time. Remember that steel frame of them just with their mouth open? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. You know, how can we forget that? A horrible sight there. Ter- terrible lie. So it's been perpetual war. See, the military industrial complex is the last big domino to fall. You know, it said that they blew up the uh, pipeline to blame Russia because they wanted a greater war that extended outside of Ukraine. And this is the problem here, the military industrial complex. Now, with that said, we see we have heard. I mean, anyone who's anyone has noticed, Okay, there seems to be military aircraft in the skies right now. A lot and abundance, no doubt. That so much, I feel like I'm on a just a runway at LAX. That's how bad it is. Yeah, you've shown me but, that uh, photograph, by the way, uh, Dean, of all the military craft um, flying around the United States. There, wow. exactly. Very so active. Very active. Right yeah. Well, very active, and I, I, I wouldn't believe. I don't think it's just what we think it is. Of just the holidays, and people want to go see Grandma and Grandpa. Uh, yeah. So there, there's a military operation happening. And it's very secretive, and it's taking out some of the so-called bigwig dissidents. Now, Nancy Pelosi is no longer the Speaker of the House. And Thank maybe someone God. Too. I know. I know. Sorry, Did you see her last speech? Again, she was sorry. so scared. Her, on her last speech, she was so scared of what was coming her way. Her uh, denture started rattling. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. I'm so glad. I, I can't bad. wait for her to leave, but... I am kind of afraid of uh, whoever might take over. Masters is uh, supposed to take over, right? Is that his name, Masters? I'm not, I'm not too uh, sure exactly, but if you recall her husband, Paul Pelosi. Paul Pelosi, right. In, yeah, in that debacle. Now, that, th- there's two ways of looking at that. Uh, one way is which Jim Fetzer described on my show, um, was, was the uh, the little gay routine that they were doing with the hammer, which I, I dare to repeat. And the other way to look at that is that Pelosi cut a deal January of 2021 where she was led out of the Capitol building by U.S. Marshals 
who we then wound up seeing just recently with her, escorting her to an SUV like a prisoner. Now, that angle is interesting because if indeed she cut a deal, and you can make the case a lot of these people do with U.S. Marshals, because uh, if they arrested her you know, before the election, Republicans take over, then it looks like a military coup. So you have to do it in, in some kind of formation that uh, is not going to cause the U.N. to come in here and free us. So if she was arrested, she allegedly uh, broke the deal and sent a saboteur to Mar-a-Lago, which you might recall an intruder uh, alert roughly two, three weeks ago, to assassinate Trump. And then the other, you know, in addition to that, she sent someone to put a hit on her own husband to make sure loose lips don't sink Nancy ships. No shit. Wait, 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 wait. Can you repeat that? Who, who put a hit on who? <laughs> okay, so I want to make Nancy sure I got this right. Yes, yes. Nancy Pelosi, this is the other angle, uh, sent a uh, saboteur, a mercenary, to take out Trump in Mar-a-Lago. If you recall three weeks ago in the news, no. uh, there was a security breach, uh, an intruder in Mar-a-Lago. That was kind of dust, dusted under the, the uh, mat there for no one to hear. No. And, no. Which, that makes us our job. You know, we got to tell us. Then, at the same time, if the Paul Pelosi was more than just a, a gay fling, some might say, that the, she sent a, you know, a, a mercenary to take out her own husband. Now, it's not far off to think when you look at who that woman's family is, her father, her brothers, they're all mafia oriented. This is just, you know, it's just another night to just take out each other. Wow. Yeah. Really? So this is what's happening. Oh, I've seen the video. Yeah, it looks like an arrest. We had our own Detective Cagney look at it. She said, yes, it looks like she's been arrested. Uh, they put her in the back of the SUV and fled. She looked like she was in handcuffs, and she broke her deal. So she's gone. I also had uh, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah. Get yeah, the heck out of here. Wow. I mean, it's hard to believe she's, you know, um, a corpse herself, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to imagine, Mike, but um, yeah, even uh, even the dead could put a hit on you. Holy crap yeah. on a stick, man. I mean, it's just a gesture of love in that family. You're like, oh, <laughs> I, I thought you would never do it. Um, and, you know, we can make the case because I, I, would, I would ask, where are the loudest voices of the establishment neoliberal Democrats? Where is uh, Debbie was a man Schultz? When the abortion debate was happening, remember her? Where did she go? She disappeared. Where, where did she... Exactly. Where's Adam Schiff? Where's Cory Booker? Where's Michelle slash Michael Obama? Where are all those voices? Right? Yeah, they um, they don't... sort of uh, disappeared. Basically, it, we don't know where they are. Time. For a long time. For a long time. Where's Jeb Bush? Where's Laura Bush? Where are the Bush sisters? Yeah, they've been, uh, they've been keeping quiet for some odd reason. Uh, yes, yes, for some odd reason. And then for some odd reason, Guantanamo Bay keeps getting bigger and bigger. They keep extending it. And there's a lot of flights going back and forth in that flight. So when I'm saying there's a, a military operation that is underway, uh, you're going to see every propaganda, every fog of war uh, being placed on us to confuse 
an enemy foreign and domestic as these operations are underway. And yes, I know there's and plenty of, I know, I'm sorry to uh, interrupt you there, Dean, but I just wanted to add that. I just wanted to add that I know people listening to this for the very first time, they're hearing these things and they're saying, how can our government do this to our own citizens? But um, they've been doing this for a very long time, unfortunately, whether you believe they're doing it or not, uh, it's happening. Well, exactly. It is happening. And they had to start with the ideological subversion, which was a 20 year plan that uh, was adopted by us after the fall of the USSR. You had Bush who took power in 1989 after Reagan and adopted the model of that education system for, uh, from the USSR into the Department of Education. So says Charlotte Iserby, the number two at the time. And which you know brings me to why Bush senior is by far the worst. And then you started seeing the deindustrialization of America in the early 90s and rewarding it to China and making it dirt cheap. Because everything in China that's owned, you know, every business you start, every drone you have that's made there, well, it's owned by the government. That's communism 101. So that's how they deindustrialized this country. So, so much so when you try to buy American, you barely can afford it. And then you get penalized from not exporting from China. And like, for instance, Gibson guitars, they use the wood right here in North America, they get penalized. Really? That I know. Yes, I I thought there was a Gibson fan out there. if I may, it's just like you know when when they talk like for example, uh, Douchey just asked. Uh, <laughs> Douchey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, he uh. just asked. Um, uh, I forget who he was. He was um, interviewing or at a press conference with, but he asked him like, "What's the difference between getting oil from Venezuela, or Russia, or China for that matter, as opposed to getting it in our own country?" Like. You know, do they not? Yeah. You know, do they not have um, uh, uh, forests or uh, you know an ecology world out there well, that they too would destroy? I mean, is it only in America that if we we drill, we're going to destroy the forests, or you know, is it exactly. everywhere? So they never have an answer exactly. for me either. Well, it's like, I, I, yeah, it's like, well, if we don't use migrants for landscaping, are, are we just going to have weeds and just a wild jungle everywhere? How did we survive all the years before that? You know, and you know, a lot of people are saying, maybe, or a few people, I should say, oh, it's a psyop. Well, any, everything's a psyop, but when you have the New York Times now posting that Guantanamo Bay's new extension to grow their additional prisons is going to be fully fulfilled and done by January 2023. I don't think they're just doing that for no reason. And to add to that, when the Plan Right Hoods Part 2 and 3 were supposed to have occurred, especially after the abortion ruling, well, I, I, I don't know about you guys, it was really hard-pressed to find any Antifa or the Black Lives Matter people anywhere because I think a lot of those people got rounded up the first go around. And um, from my contacts, that's definitely what's happening. One of them is a pilot who's flying back and forth to Guantanamo Bay with special forces. We know that uh, another contact of mine who is a pilot for Air Force One, well, he wouldn't tell me that um, who he's flying, but he, said, he told me who he's not flying around, mm. and that's Joe Biden. And that's Joseph Biden. Yeah, I wouldn't fly around with him either. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, James Woods. I, I didn't mean to miscall him something else. Yes. Whoever's playing him. Yeah, either one, I wouldn't have to get in a plane with them. Um, the chances of it going down are highly likely. Hmm. And uh, by the way, um, oh, you called true. him. You called him douchey. That's uh, pretty good, by the way, Mike. <laughs> I love the guy. I just I like making fun of his name. That's all. You like um, Fauci? Do I like Fauci? No, I I don't like Fauci anymore. I I mean, in you the did? beginning, I was kind of putting my trust into him, uh, as a lot of people did. We were all. I mean, that was really the first time I ever heard of him. But now I think that there's more bad that he's said. And has been involved with with the leak of the emails that came out and his uh, alleged association with um, the keeping secret of of the Wuhan virus. Yeah, you know, early on, you um, were very skeptical about a lot of these things. And uh, Mike, you sort of came around to all this sort of uh, thing. You've been being uh, red pilled here on this program, as I mentioned before. And uh, we're, we're all proud of you, Mike. Yes, um, Dean, he was very, you know, not very, um, he wasn't really going with anything, really. Mike was very skeptical about it all, um, but he's come to realize that, um, yeah, all these things are happening for sure, and uh, Dr. Fauci um, is the worst one of them all. And um, right. <laughs> Yeah, you, he learned, I think a lot of people learned, they all thought this uh, sweet old man on their TV was giving them the truth and... He could do no wrong. He was a great guy for America, you know, like a Rudy Giuliani, you know, the mayor of America at one time, someone very much respected. And, uh, you know, nowadays it's sort of hard to take him at his word when he uh, blatantly lied about the time that he was, quote unquote, uh, assaulted at a, um, what was he, uh, at a, some sort of grocery store, you know, someone that didn't like him very much and they sort of tapped him on the back. And he acted like a boulder hit him, in other words. Yeah, it's never a good look when you're sort of uh, telling this sort of thing and they have you on video. It's, you know, that's like, a, you know, a whole Ronnie King situation. Where the cops are like, you know, they, we didn't really hit him or anything, but, you know, you are on video beating the shit out of a guy. Beating him. <laughs> but, I mean, he did deserve it, though. I will say that, you know, he was high, yeah. not really they following him, get orders. Get down, get down. He just kept getting up. Kept kind getting of like up. a George Floyd situation. You know, he was giving plenty of warning and, you know, look what happened to him. In other words, if you have a bad heart and uh, you get tased or beat up, you know, chances of survival, uh, you know, decrease drastically if you're in bad shape. And of course, smoking crack or on meth. <laughs> it's just a fact, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I believe we do have a clip here. Dean, do you mind if I play some audio here of the good doctor, Dr. Fauci? Did we lose you, Dean? What happened? Did we lose him? Oh, no. I, I had him turned down there. Dean, is that cool with you? Oh, there he is. Oh, okay. You know, I'm I'm here. I, I was just um, praising Mike and his new awakening. I was cheerleading in the background. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. I thought we had Thank lost you, you there. Um, but yes, we do have no. some audio here of Dr. Fauci. Let's let's uh, play this for everybody here. Let's hear Dr. Fauci really quickly here. Oh, hearings are. Oh, we are. Facing some uh, trouble here with the audio all of a sudden. Mike, see, this was happening earlier. The audio was uh, going in and out here. Always something. I know, there's always trouble from here. From animal to, to human. Oh, there we uh, go. But that your mind is open about it possibly being from a totally. lab leak. 
and and the investigation is going to be about specifically uh, whether there's any connection, if there was a lab leak, to U.S. investments uh, in virus research at the Wuhan uh, lab. Uh, it's possible, right? I mean, well, well, it's possible that there's a lab leak, but if you look at the viruses that the NIH funded, and it was a very small grant, $120,000, $130,000 a year, uh, granting to study bat viruses in a surveillance way to see what's out there. If you look at those viruses and you look at the, the, what was done with the viruses, it would be essentially molecularly impossible for those viruses to turn into SARS-CoV-2 mm -hmm. because they were so evolutionarily distant that I can't tell you what's going on in all of China and in other things, but right. I can tell you for sure that if you look at the viruses that the NIH grant funded to study in a surveillance way, anybody who even has a peripheral understanding of evolutionary virology will tell you these viruses could not possibly turn into SARS-CoV-2. So when you talk about a leak, maybe there's a lab leak, but it's not with the viruses that the NIH was funding. That's almost certain that that's the case. So what a bunch of crap. Sounds like lots of lies there, Dean. Well, I mean, we are talking about Anthony Fauci, the alleged son of, uh, you know, uh, Mother, uh, not Mother, Mother Teresa. I, I, that's one of the rumors, but uh, I, I can't, I don't have his birth certificate. <laughs> and, but, yeah, it does sound like a bunch. I mean, this is a guy who, he wants to talk about 100,000 given to Wuhan laboratories. No, it was upwards of like three million under Obama, the National Institute of Health, the gain of function. Uh, he seems to forget about Dr. Charles Lieber, who was arrested in January 2020 out of Harvard with his two student aides that just so happened to be PLA, People's Liberation Army uh, soldiers. And they were caught at Logan Airport with 17 vials of God knows what, when they were trying to bring America and the West to our knees with the beginning boldness. So he knows exactly what he's doing. And I would point to his earlier hits in work from the late 70s going into the 80s when they gave the world AIDS. AIDS, right. And then, yes, purposely put into uh, the, yeah, in, in, into the gay communities of New York. They get and then all started with uh, the, the miracle jabs and the blood transfusions and then put it into those uh, communities and use them as shields to blame them for AIDS, which then later they become the disenfranchised protected class with the LGBTQ, which is a communist outfit. Do we see how this works when you take over a country? Take notes. Yes. You know, if I may Go just ahead. interrupt you for a moment, it, there, it's, it's kind of interesting that um, like, you know, you talk about how these, these viruses and, and how certain things are just, in some cases, successfully uh, achieved through the government. And, and I, I was just going to say, you can honestly say if you're part of the government, high up government, deep state government, you can honestly say you are God. Well... Yeah, I mean, look, the, the, the bigger the institution is, the bigger protection you have to get away with crimes against humanity because you get immunity, uh, you get diplomatic immunity. Uh, to, 
to perform crime. Did you guys hear that? What happened? What that? I don't know. I just heard some. So oh, there's some background noise. I'm sorry about that. I might have, I might have yeah, yeah. hit a button there. Yes. Yeah, you might want to mute um, the other guy. <laughs> I love it. Um, anyways, I, I thought it was a CCP behind me trying to arrest me. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, yeah, the bigger protection you have. Uh, look at the Vatican. Uh, you have all the, the pedos that get into that. You look at the Boy Scouts for America. There's more protection for them. The bigger the institution is, so, so in, you know they took that down. But but we're seeing the end of institution for the basic fact that we can't pay for this anymore. Uh, just in Chicago alone, you can work for a public union as let's say a teacher and retire for the rest of your life, getting about ninety to a hundred thousand dollars a year in pension. Well, that's unsustainable. And so is the empire, you know, and these are the things that people like Ron Paul talked about, uh, people that have been, you know, Barry Goldwater, where you have to have sound money, gold back. And that's what we're going into with the new currency uh, financial uh, turnover, the reset, if you will. It just, you have to pick the right one. And I, a lot of me thinks, not, not that I'm a conspiracy person at all, I don't even uh, touch that, but... Is this why there was a big miracle jab rollout when we have eight generations of welfare in the United States? How are we going to carry those people over to sound money and take care of them from cradle to grave when we can't just uh, print, uh, you know, paper out of thin air called money? Who takes care of them? Which goes into a bigger question. It's astonishing. It sure is. It's a sad right. state of affair that we uh, live in here. And uh, Dean, I wanted to quickly mention, um, you know, I do thank you for being a part of the program. We're not done just yet, but uh, I, I wanted you to know that I appreciate the fact that uh, you showed up here and did the show with us. I know you've had a pretty yeah. rough last um, 48 hours there. So, you know, I really do appreciate the fact you're here. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a tough uh go around that you know I'm, I'm i'm in a uh, crossfire hurricane for a whole assortment of reasons i don't want to bore your audience with but uh yeah we're gonna get into details here but it's all right yeah 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 we, i mean but uh, a dear friend of mine and michael knows him too is uh not not in the best condition so i'm actually on my way home to see him so but uh yeah it, it's been a rough one yeah Yes, for sure. Hear that. Yes, it's a definitely a horrible thing, and this is already a rather depressing time for millions of, Amer of Americans out there. We're close to Christmas time, and uh, some people um, you're going to see, and some people you're not going to see, and uh, some people you don't want to see. You'll be forced to do so um, pretty soon here. But yes, uh, Dean, thank you so much uh, for being here. You, you're the man, and I wanted you to know that uh, you've made a lifelong friend in me. Um, so, you know, I'll always uh, have your back, Dean, uh, no matter what. And likewise, likewise. And, you know, I, I, I love the fact, too, uh, and I listen to you guys. I love the fact that you give uh, Jim a platform and uh, allow him to continue when there's so much opposition uh, against him. And, you know, it, it's very important we all band together and the, these independent uh, platforms while we still have them uh, because 
they're really trying to break up dissent of all kinds. Even I, I know people that you know would be described as liberal who are against the war in Ukraine. Well, they're getting censored as well. Um, you know, people who said I was voting, uh, I voted for AOC, but now she's voting for war. Well, that's that's taxation without representation. That's not what people want. So more than ever, it's important. Yeah. That by the we, way, we have a very united voice. By the way, great time of challenge. By the way, Dean, who who are these people that are still uh, backing the Ukraine? Is there anyone out there that I mean, I don't know anyone who's still supporting the Ukraine. I mean, you'd be crazy to be supporting the Ukraine. I see lots of people still out here flying the ukrainian flag and i'm thinking yeah hooray for the ukraine they're they're the reason why we're paying so much in gas and why the uh, why america's in the state it's in now uh, so yeah thank, thanks a lot yeah keep flying the, the ukrainian flag we love that yes oh no it, so well, well the ukraine we're finding out now is not only were there cgi wars and i literally mean that to its exact uh, um form and intel but what the Ukraine is winding up being was another money laundering operation, meaning uh, you're sending out of the goodness of your heart, your government's telling you Canada, you're sending all this money to Ukraine and, and weapons. Well, it's being sent there in the same realm that you know Obama was sending, putting all this money in, in uh, you know, uh, wind, windmill-powered uh, energy uh, combines throughout the country. They went nowhere. They're just money laundering. That's why when you hear reparations in California, you know, they want oh, to get money back. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the front, you're like, oh, how sweet, how nice. And you can't argue against that because then I mean, you're something, you know, and, and you'll be uh, banned. But what that really is, is another polite way and secretive of money laundering. Because there's no way to, to, to really monitor that. And that's exactly what Ukraine is. Just like, you know, it's no different than Bono's charity or, you know, the Red Cross. It's so damn big. And it's so bad. Canada had to send um, Christy Freeland, the number two over there in Canada, next to the Horror of Havana and Justine Trudeau, to the U.S. <laughs> three weeks ago. Well, it's true. I mean, I mean, no offense to Horrors in Havana, but <laughs> Christy <Yes>. Freeland. <laughs> had to travel here to the U.S. to borrow $500 billion. And, and then you're like, well, why? And then you look at Canada, well, because they've been locked down for God knows how long now, and they're going into another one, which the WF is promoting with the new biometric uh, passport. They're already talking about the next pandemic. Yeah, they're preparing. They <laughs> want to lock us down again. Yeah, I mean, these people think we're living in a, this is like their Netflix series. And we're going into season, you know, three here. Yeah, who and, are these people? Hit you with a Seinfeld there. Exactly. Who are these people? Are they people after <laughs> all? I mean, that's a whole other discussion. Are we even fighting humans at this point? It's uh, they, yeah, yeah. they, they, the reptilians out there, yes. <laughs> the ones with the claws and the, you know, the funny hats. Yeah. But we'll leave that alone. We're going to be in trouble here. You know, the, the ideologues of the subversion it really touches upon and has a, a lot and a good aspect of it with, you know, drag queen story time and a lot of these, you know, uh, grooming type of situations. Now, it's at first, like many of us, we're like, oh, that's never going to happen. 
then it's like, okay, this is not funny anymore. They're really doing this. And it goes beyond just gay rights and LGBTQ. No, this is what it is now. And we, we, we have to know is when more and more people, adults of all ages, start dropping from the deadly miracle jabs from the greatest Trojan horse placed on mankind called the COVID-1984, when those people start dropping more and more, I think we 10,000 people die a day or whatever it is across the world. Well, who's going to be the parents of all these orphans? Oh, the state. You see? Now, when we know that the, uh, the kitty um, fiddlers are in the confines of state government, federal and beyond, then it makes sense, doesn't it? The grooming. Right. Uh, every celebrity that's over 30 years, you know, Nolan Boyd, it has to be, there's a focus like on the, the Britney Spears young type, which started in the late 90s. It's all grooming for this brave new world, for the great reset that they want. We know the plans, we know the blueprints, and the awakening that we're doing just with this conversation and many others like it is the answer to these people. Right, and even compliance. I've been had a chance. I haven't even had a chance to ask you about the the, the company, uh, Balenciaga. That a uh, controversy going on. That uh, luxury fashion brand. Balencia, uh, Bala, uh, Balenciaga, I think it's uh, called there. You know, it's the weird uh, campaign they had going on. Uh, Mike, they were using uh, children, and they had uh, these kids uh, wearing these weird uh, sort of outfits, Mike. I'm not sure if you saw that. Very odd. Yes, yeah, so you don't want to see that. I'm sure um, <laughs> Dean knows all about that, though. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I know there's something that just happened, but I, I've been a little out of uh, the out of touch with with current uh, 24-hour news. But you know, th this has been the plan. You know, it goes all the way back to the EU, and w which stemmed from uh, originated from 1954. It was a creation uh, to they said replicate the United States. Uh, it would also help trade relations amongst European countries. So everyone voted for it. And even the Vatican, the Pope was there to, I don't know, break the sh champagne bottle and give a blessing, which that's suspect too, but that goes into another thing. But now we know what that really is. And what, we also know what they didn't vote for. They didn't vote for an unelected body of government at the head of the EU dictating what migrants, what policies work good for England and, uh, you know, Germany and what have you. So it's crumbling. And here's how it's crumbling. And I tell people, don't just look at the United States. Don't just look at, look at the geopolitical atmosphere right now. You have Hungary, Poland, who, by the way, Poland prevented a World War III just two weeks ago when the supposed Russian rockets dropped in Poland and you had PMS NBC ready to uh, put their anti-Russian propaganda on there. Poland did not know <laughs> we, we were talking about that yesterday. Did you Michael. say PMS? PMS, NBC, the urine soap mainstream media, yes. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yes. We were talking about that yesterday, Mr. Ryan, uh, the, the very subject about how we've sort of avoided World War III um, when Ukraine was claiming that Russia was the one who fired the missile into Poland when it was, in fact, Ukraine. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know, I told all the all my viewers that night. I said we need to all go buy Polish sausages out now and celebrate Poland because they prevented a World War III that is so ready. Because remember too, um, Poland was being geared up by the Bush administration to be the linchpin of a World War III. Uh, they were trying to get the anti anti air missiles put in by NATO into uh, Poland, but they didn't do it. But So here's the thing. So Poland's president, that administration, is very close to Viktor Orban, the president of Hungary. He, uh, Viktor Orban is no fan of the CCP, and he really hates the EU. And, and he's about to pull out. Now, when and if he pulls out, you'll see Poland go that way. Then you're going to see Italy, who has a new leader, very reminiscent of a... Um, like a carry leg type, and they're going to pull out. And then we're looking at the just end of the EU, end of the EU, like a, the beginning and the end. And that's where the UK, which, by the way, UK has a lot of problems. You know, the whole Brexit thing should have happened by now. You know, no, no coincidence the pandemic came when, when they were supposed to pull out. But you're going to see the UK get out. They're going to have to ship out all the migrants in the UK back, from Albania, from Africa. It, it's the tiniest place of the so-called EU, but you have every third world nation there because of their welfare and benefit system. Exactly. That's exactly what they're, they're taking advantage of the same, circum mm -hmm. uh, the same benefits and perks that we give out to our citizens. Uh, and by right. the Democrats having an open door policy at the border, we are letting all millions and millions. They say, uh, you know, you hear you hear Chuck Schumer say like, oh, 150 or, or 150 million people that have come over the border. No, it's more like five million at this point. But you know, like, what's going to happen to the American citizens, those who are citizens who work their asses off and need the perks and benefits of this country? They're being sort of gobbled up by these immigrants. And don't get me wrong. I have no problem with immigration if you do it legally. But you got these these loophole lawyers, uh, ambulance chasers, who are t literally going down there and saying, look, all you got to do is say, I need amnesty, and you'll get in for free. No problem. Here, here's my card. Do you have any problems? We'll sue the government. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely correct as well. And we're not just talking about the poverty of Mexico coming in here. We're talking about people from North Africa. We're talking right. about people from the Arab countries. We're talking yep. about people from, uh, you know, Hades. And you're asking yourself, well, how did they get here? Well, in 2015, I was on the border of Costa Rica and Panama. In fact, I was in Panama then went to the border. And you wouldn't believe that there was free passageway for roughly 4,500 um, so-called Cuban immigrants to have free passageway of buses walking through the Central Americas all the way up to Mexico into the U.S. that Obama granted. Now, yes, you know, there, there's, there, there's situations you want to help people, uh, you know, politically, uh, politically uh, prosecuted or persecuted. There's, there's uh, avenues for that. But there's a long, as Mike said, there's a long list of very qualified people. Uh, just for the, for, look at the Philippines alone. You have the Filipinos, one of the most highly educated countries out there. Uh, English is right up there as a first language. 
they make up the, the Navy and the medical field. There's a lot of them trying to get in here, but no. We're taking the third world country, military-aged men, mind you. And why is that? Well, I make the case that there's a red dawn scenario that's brewing. There's an infiltration by design they're getting ready for of their own insurrection when the true Americans really start getting out of their seat and saying, okay, you know what? It's a sum zero. They won't let, you know, Carrie Lake in an obvious fraud. They won't, you know, what's the point of voting? Really, what is the point of, point of voting if it's through Dominion, you know, made by China in Toronto, as we found? What's the point? Yeah. So what's the point of following the rule of law when they don't? Absolutely. That's and, right. That's yeah, voting right. Uh, is something I've always um, found uh, very, very uh, highly questionable, the validity of voting. Um, I, I've always thought it was uh, nonsense. It was bullshit, Ryan, in other words. Mr. Ryan, I was telling Michael yesterday uh, how the people in Pennsylvania, which is where I'm from, how they voted for John mm. Fetterman. Only a stupid idiot would vote for a man who can barely speak, all right? And, and so I, I came to two conclusions. Either A, the majority of people in Pennsylvania are absolutely stupid, or B, these Democrats have got this scamming the vote so down, that's how this moron got in. I voted, okay, mind well, you, I voted. As Michael will tell you, I'm, I'm still teetering on the end here and trying to do the right thing. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I was totally agreeing with you because Pennsylvania is very suspect because you had other races, uh, state races, where the Republican lost to a Democrat. The only problem is the Democrat contender was dead. So, <laughs> <laughs> which tells you how bad was the Republican? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, our, our Republicans are stiff, but the other guy, I mean, that's a real stiff. Um, <laughs> So I, I would make the case that there has to be a new election. Then you just like the Canadians are now questioning. Wait a minute. There's 11 CCP funded and and very highly well placed politicians in Canada. So I'm going to make the case that not only do we need a new election, but we need to null and void. Every fraudulent politico in power from city all the way up to federal. Then you've got to know and void that that bad CIA actor that uh, who's uh, part of the uh, Security Council of the UN and also part of the uh, Satanic Council, too, while we're at it. I'm talking about Barack Obama. You have to know and void every legislation that that usurpant put into place. As well as the Patriot Act, too, and every bureau bloated government. I mean, there's no reason there should be a Department of Homeland Security. There's no reason there should be a Department of Education. And there's no reason they should be running the uh, Department of Motor Vehicles. I mean, we've, who hates that, you know? I know, right? Um, Don't get me started on DMV. I'll go for two hours about how I hate those little uh, sea suckers. I still can't believe uh, they. <laughs> I still, I, I still can't believe they gave Obama a Nobel uh, Peace Prize when he was uh, drone striking half of uh, Afghanistan out there. And America. Oh. And America, uh, yeah. Yeah. How, how about the tea, people? Um, how about all the Tea Party people? They were just protesting uh, and got audited. He, he was the first guy to arm the IRS and then audited these people. They lost their homes. 
uh, you know, their business. Uh, he gave Department of Homeland Security 1.5 billion rounds of hollow point bullets and fully automatic weapons, which we discovered, as you guys know, uh, we discovered it was underneath the state capitol building in California. Oh, where they could pass it out to Antifa and BLM at the time. We told you first. And that's what that guy's doing. Obama's whole reason for the season was he federalized the cops. He, the, people, the cop precincts around the country that accepted the federal money, then there was an emphasis that they hired deferred soldiers who did heinous crimes overseas and also deferred cops, which then gave us a great display of just how brutal they are in the Occupy Wall Street movement. And and then all the shootings and the George Floyd, which was as real as a $3 bill. <laughs> so the, the cry yeah. would be, Obama do something. And then he was going to hand off the sovereignty of the security um, from the United States, the police forces, to the United Nations. That was his whole plan. That was his whole plan. In addition to bringing us the the just wretched, terrible universal uh, socialized medicine, which is the Obamacare. Yes, Obamacare. It's all part of the plan. Yes, yep. it's all part of the plan. It's also disappointing, just like a rage against the machine when uh, they wanted the whole vaccination uh, statement from you before you can go and watch them. You know, at one time you would, uh, you, you know, you liked all these bands growing up. You thought, yeah, Rage Against the Machines, uh, Nine Inch Nails, uh, you know, all these bands you thought were, you know, anti-corporate, anti, you know, anti-the man. Then you find out that they all stink and they're all phonies. Well, I mean, uh, Tom Morello, if you're talking about the band, I mean, he's a, He's a proud communist. Are we surprised that a communist flipped and, and then went the corporate route? He's still a corporate guy, too. I don't care how many Che Gravaro shirts he wears and throws his fists in the air. He's a typical uh, <laughs> yeah. communist professor, which he used to teach, that, that uh, is playing on the young minds of this country who are already getting indoctrinated at the communist indoctrination camps called universities. So, you know, and quite honestly, I never liked Rage Against the Machine. Never Me neither. Them. No, no, no. I, I, I'll pick Beastie Boys any day over, over them. <laughs> Beastie I Boys. I like them either. <laughs> Mike yeah. hates all that stuff, by the way. He doesn't like um, the rap well, sort of element there. Well, I mean, he's not know, into that. Push comes to shove. Push comes to shove. I mean, I mean show, me, show me a smart, okay, now you're going into the, the music world, the arts. These are the most ill-informed people who have the loudest gobs because of their influence that they think they know everybody, know better. Now you go on Facebook every day, every night, and you look at the news feed, if you can stand it. It is one big obituary of who died today in the um, entertainment world. And we wonder why that is. Because they're dumb as rocks. And they're dumb as the people trying to say they're trying to help us. Absolutely. End of an era. Yeah, you get no argument from me. And um, by the way, Dean, a few weeks back, I had seen a video from you when you were out there um, meeting Carrie Lake. I saw that video of you there talking to her. 
Well, Carrie Lake was meeting me, just uh, for the record. Oh, uh, shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get it straight, Mike. Yeah. You got it. I know. No. <laughs> I, I told I said, what do you want now? Okay, so we took a picture. Uh, I like her, though. She yeah. seems uh, very intelligent, and uh, I like what she was saying about the CCP yes. as well. You know, she was standing up mm. uh, for America, which is always great. Michael, I have to ask you, I mean, and I'll ask Mike as well, name one politician or someone who's running for office that has the poise in the knowledge of one of the biggest and greatest enemies we're fighting around the world right now. And you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone. And the fact that Kerry Lake did that unrehearsed, right off the cuff, that is a true uh, intelligent leader that the state of Arizona needs in many other states as well. I think I think it would only inspire minds like that, which exist, to run for office because that is what's needed to take back the republic, not the democracy, but the republic of the United States. And Carrie Lake is a fighter. She's not going to roll over to this obvious fraud of this stupid Katie snobs. It looks like she's Garth from Winsworld taking over. It's not going to happen. She's got a plan. She was in Mar-a-Lago two weeks ago. There's a bigger plan for her, and we can all hope that we have a Carrie Lake uh, fighting for this republic. So it, it was a great meeting, and you know, I gave her the picture and signed her autograph, and she went on her way. Nice. Well, that's so kind of <laughs> yeah. you to give her a uh, yeah. autograph. There, you're a sweet man. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Well, Dean, I mean, I, we can go all night here, but I, I don't want yes, to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to bother you too much longer, but, you know, I really do appreciate yeah. your time here with us. It's always a honor and pleasure to have you here, Dean. We'll definitely do it again on the other side. Uh, definitely go ahead and plug anything you'd like here on the program before we uh, cut you loose, Dean. Yes, well, thank you both for uh, having me here. It's really good to talk to um, Mike, uh, the other Mike again as well. And I really appreciate this uh, platform and what you guys do. And uh, if people like to hear more and, uh, and follow what I'm doing, I'll be back on air soon, uh, probably next week. RealDealMedia.tv, RealDealMedia.tv. If you stay on YouTube, it's Dean Ryan TV. Uh, so well, I, I do a late night show, 10 p.m. Eastern weeknights, and um, we do all sorts of things. But uh, it's a it's a pleasure to be here, Michael, and uh, I hope to see you soon. And and uh, yeah, I hope we, to be back on air. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, we'll definitely hang out again uh, whenever you you come by through the area, and uh, I look forward to it, my friend. Yes, absolutely. You have a wonderful audience, too. Very intelligent, smart people. So I, I appreciate intellectual honesty and conjecture. It's really a great thing. Yeah. You so thank got you it. Again. When, we're, when we're not acting like idiots, yeah, we do have some intelligence. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank guys. you, brother. Take care. Take thank care. You. Good night. And uh, there he goes, boys and girls. That was our guest. Crazy time. Mr. Man. Dean Ryan. Always a... A treat when we're whenever we have uh, Mr. Dean Ryan here on the program. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh, it's raining over here, Mike. Look at that. Oh damn. There's a uh, thunder going on out here in the stream. I had no clue. Wow. wow. Scary. Yeah. That scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Tonight was a uh, pretty scary listening to the show. Oh. 
We um, always something to depress me. Yeah, I know, Mike. We we always bring on a very uh, depressing subject anytime we bring on a guest. I I know it's a little rough, Mike. Um, but yeah, a lot of people do like Rage Against the Machine. Uh, I was looking at the chat room here, but yeah, they were actually one of the first bands to ask for a vaccination statement from you before you can actually go see them. And, uh, you know, I thought this was a band that was sort of anti-corporate, anti-the-man, you know. Wait, who who asked for that? Rage Against, Rage the, Against machine? the Machine? Yeah, you know, they're the ones that were saying, you know, fuck you, you know, we'll do whatever we want sort of attitude, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, but that goes away fight, quickly. Didn't, didn't they fight um, uh, Al Gore's wife, Tipper, advisory sticker on, on CDs? Was that them? I, they might have. Yeah, I was never a fan of them. I, I heard that they just did an amazing reunion show about, what, a month or two ago. Uh, a friend of mine, Tiger, went to go see them. And yes, it was, it was with absolutely mind-blowing. It was with Al Gore's wife. You were right. They whipped out their dicks out, out in protest. <laughs> did they really? They did that on stage. Did no, I'm not. I, no, they, I read, did they? No, they did back in 93. Did they really? Mike, I am backed by the facts here. You are. All the time. That's why I follow your lead. You have to. You're I held at... Because you, I'm so bad with names. You're held with a knife <laughs> to your neck at all hours here, yes. Um, but yeah, man, um, Rage Against the Machine, you know, it's um, quite sad to see them fall that way. But, you know, all bands that um, have gained that sort of notoriety, that sort of fame, they've all sold out. I mean, they, they've sold out a long time ago. That That shouldn't be much of a surprise to you, but... You know, when a band sort of uh, says these things, you, you want to sort of believe them. Uh, but yeah, they're full of shit, too. Mm-hmm. Sad. Yep. Sad, but true. And of course, Mike, during the interview, you know, I brought up the whole um, um, children's ad by that one company, Balenciaga. Um, yeah, now, what was it again? It's basically there was a Christmas campaign by a fashion company. Um, they were featuring like teddy bears and sort of like an SM, S&M style leather sort of thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, they had like little kids holding it up and it looked a little, you know, a little questionable. And come to find out all of them are kind of like pedophiles back there, basically. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. So they got in trouble for that, you know. Yeah, well, who in the right mind would actually go for something like that and basically give that a... Uh, the green light, yeah, go ahead and film or um, take photos of these little kids wearing S&M uh, shit or with bears. You know, it's a little creepy. Mm. It's a little weird. It's a little too much. I mean, it's I, I've not seen my, those um, particular bears that you're talking about before, but, you know, they're sold for adults. It's adult pun humor. Yeah, but um, then you bring in a child. I mean, come on. Right. That's a little. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, come on. That's what I'm getting But they're trying at. to normalize that, Mike. That not that crazy? That's what the world is now. That is the world in a nutshell. Lots of pedophiles and creeps and people you wish uh, were never born. Locked up. Locked up. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, you know those. what? It's kind of funny because like, I was talking to my drummer, Byron, from Empire Hideous uh, a couple weeks ago. And he was saying, because we were having a political talk, and he's like, what happened to the Mike Hideous that was anti-government and protesting you know through music and you know standing up against the man so to speak i mean well you still kind of are i still kind of am yeah you kind of are still it's just that back then yeah 
we were not going through this Marxist, and that's what it is, call it what it is, this Marxist change, this turnaround, and this destruction of our, of our government. Uh, it, that didn't happen throughout the late 80s, 90s, yeah, it's a different, it's a, the early part of 2000. It's a different time. I mean, even if you go back to, uh, let's say, Obama, since we've been talking so much about him, um, Obama looks like a conservative compared to uh, Joe Biden today. You know, Obama's a POS. This is a guy who Joseph says, Biden, you know. No, o- Obama. Obama. Obama's a POS because... He talks about how much he was going to help the minorities and do this and that and the other thing well, for the you minorities. Know, what did he do? Well, then that, that POS <laughs> moves to Martha's Vineyard. Um, I, I find it uh, insane that uh, the freight train actually voted for Obama. Get out! He did. We always I'm talk about that. Say, like, it was, uh, you know, that's a we always talk about that. He was yeah. the, first one, the first one to talk about how Michelle Obama is a man. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, even Dean made reference to that. He called her Michael. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> a lot of people believe that Michelle Obama is actually a guy. I know you have trouble believing that, but, you know, I have seen videos of her dancing around, and it seems like there's a, something yeah. flapping around down there. I saw the same video footage. Yeah, I don't know what that and, is. I mean, the first thing I look for on any transsexual or a transvest, yeah, no, trans, transsexual is the Adam's apple. That is right, a dead yeah. giveaway right there. Yeah. Um, and, and that's one thing I have trouble seeing on it. But um, who knows at this point? And anything's possible. Maybe, maybe he had, he, she, what, it had it removed. You um, never know. I mean, it, it costs a lot of money to do that procedure, but they get, they get plenty of money. So that, that's not a problem. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I see Drew. He's saying, "What happened to the mic I went to school with?" And then, of course, it's a little um, blinky face. Where is that? Oh, it's Drew. in the chat room. Drew, is that uh, is that Drew, my old friend Drew, who lived up the street from me? I that might be. That might I only be know um, one Drew. That might be one of yours out there. But again, I do want to uh, <laughs> thank all of you out there. Those of you who are new, who have never. Uh, listen to this program before. I do want to thank all of you out there for hanging out with us here tonight. We're not just done yet. We, we're kind of getting close to it. Um, but I, I do want to thank you guys for hanging out here, all of you first-time listeners out there. It's been a pleasure to be doing this program uh, for you. It's a real treat that you guys uh, caught the show live. You know, we haven't been doing the show too much live, but uh, this week we've uh, been doing back-to-back shows, and tomorrow I won't be here. But actually, what is it? Tomorrow's Wednesday, right? Tomorrow is Wednesday. Oh, my God. You know who's on tomorrow? I think uh, Max Egan, I think, might be on tomorrow. The man from um, Australia, he's out there in Mexico right now. The guy in the in the RV? Uh, no, not that guy. It wasn't there a guy that used to drive around in his RV that we interviewed once? We did interview oh. a guy in an RV, yeah. Okay. That was not a, him, though, right? No, that, that's a different uh, gentleman there. That was a... Okay. Uh, Jerry Willis, I think that's his name. Okay. He was the guy so, in the RV. So who are, are – oh wait, you're doing this show tomorrow? I, I, I know I'm doing Thursday with you. Yeah, you could be on I tomorrow think, if you have the time. I might because my fireplace company called me up today and they canceled. So my day is free Well, you might, you might be able to hang out with uh, me and Max Egan. He was uh, in Australia the last time we talked to him here live. And uh, right now he currently is in Mexico. I hope I'm allowed to say that. I hope I'm not blowing up his spot now, but – Yes, he currently is in Mexico, and me and Mike, I guess, if Mike's here, 
we'll be talking to him and catching up with our friend Max Egan. That should be a what good time one. Is show? I think that might be uh, 7 p.m. your time, 7 Eastern. 7 my time, 4 your time. Right. So, yeah, basically the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I should be around. I'll very nice. Like. Yeah. Very, And then very we're nice. on Thursday, too. And we're on Thursday, too. Can you believe that? This is, like, what's up with you? Why are you doing four shows in a row? I mean, not I, that I um, mind. I love it. Well, I'm but, just uh, uh, going crazy here. I'm in a mania. you happy or something? I'm in a great good? mood. I feel alive. I feel I should be doing the show for um, all, of you, all of you folks out there, those who enjoy the show. Um, I, I think it's time to sort of give them a little bit more, you know? I'm with you. I, what's your problem? <laughs> Why does that bother you? I'm just shocked. That's all. We we were doing shows like once a month. And once a year. Doing four in a year. Yeah, right? Just yeah, like once a year. Bi- but now, Biannually. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's time. Look, man, I, I'm all for it. I love doing the show with you. Uh, in fact, I love doing it more often than we do. Um, but, uh, I'm just a little shocked about all these shows in one week. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, we're just, uh, doing our thing here, having fun, uh, enjoying, uh, I, yeah, enjoying the weather, enjoying, um, the outrageousness of the program. I think it's a good thing. I think we're kind of, uh, flowing here. Hmm. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah, Son why of not? A gun. Yeah. It's not like I'm making you watch soccer or anything. <laughs> I was watching it today, actually. You were Iran and yeah, Iran and uh, 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 USA. Yikes! I can't I get think in. USA I, won. I can't get into soccer, man. I, I just don't like it. I can't either. I don't I, like I'm soccer. I'm not a big soccer fan, but I was kind of interested. I wanted to see if if the crowd was chanting "Death to American Soccer Teams." No, no, they're not allowed to do that. Oh no! Oh, it's too bad. No, they were already talked to by their own. Uh, their own military, by the way. That's one thing I was going to drop on on uh, Dean because I know he's been out. You know, he's been kind of uh, down and out because of, of a friend of his who, you know, is dying right now of colon cancer. Right. Uh, right. His name's Clyde. Um, and we like Clyde a lot. I, I met him myself. Great man. And uh, I am terribly, uh, terribly sorry for Clyde's family out there. I know they won't ever hear this, but, you know, I met the man. He's a sweet old man. And the guy was suffering from uh, colon cancer when I met him. And I knew he wasn't feeling too good. And I knew, you know, it was only a matter of time before our friend Clyde would check out permanently. And, uh, you know, my um, heart goes out to all of those out there who are battling with uh, colon cancer or anything like that. Uh, It's always a terrible thing, especially right now. You know, we're getting closer to um, the holidays here, you know, with uh, Christmas and all that. And... You know, that's a real mother, if you know what I'm saying, Mike. Real mother-father. The mother fa- it's a real mother-father. Nobody wants to uh, relive their childhood again. And especially if you, were, you grew up in an abusive childhood and the, and the holidays came around, you know, you're not going to get nothing from Santa Claus. You know how that goes, Mike. It brings up all these uh, triggering memories from one's past. That's true. I, matter of fact, I saw Santa Claus being driven in a car today. Did you? Yeah, without his Yikes. without his uniform, but in his uh, his white hair and his long white beard, I kid you not, the guy was being chauffeured in a car. Was he smoking a cigarette? He, no, but he looked exactly <laughs> like Santa Claus. I kid you not. I had to do a double take while I was down. I was like, "What the hell? What is Santa doing? Oh, he, he's off this week. It's not December yet." I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> 
My God. So special thanks to Dean Ryan for being here on the program. I, I know it must have been tough, but also kind of kind of a, a good thing for him to get back here and do the show and sort of uh, talk it through with all of us here. I'm sure he felt much better after that. Yeah. Thoughts and yeah, prayers. It's Thoughts been and a while prayers. Since, it's been a while since I've done an interview with you and since we've done uh, an interview with Dean Ryan and that was quite cool. I yeah. One thing I was going to tell him. Yeah. One thing I was going to tell him since, you know, he was down and out, like I just explained to you, I was going to say, well, at least you're not in Iran right now where the military is uh, threatening uh, you and your family of torture and death. If you misbehave at the soccer game, or if you miss a field goal and lose the game, they'll kill your whole family. They'll slit your throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Thank, uh, thank the gods or whatever the hell you believe in uh, that you are here in America, not somewhere else. Uh, so many people out there, you know, trash this country, which I think is um, pretty retarded. Uh, you don't want to be living anywhere else, I'm telling you. That's right. You really, really don't. However, however, I got to say this, Michael, to, 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 in response to the comment you just made. I'll tell you, I... I if I had the money, Michael, if I had the money, I would move. You would and move. I've mentioned this. Yeah, I've mentioned this to you before. There's a few people I know that have moved to Brazil uh, in areas of South America, Costa Rica, um, even Argentina. Um, it seems that some people are becoming so fed up with what's happening to this country that they'd feel better off living in another country within the Americas, but not in the so-called land of the free home of the brave because everything is just it's chaos it's absolute chaos and this is i'll say it again this is an for lack of a better term the induction of marxism i still rather be here mike i can respect that. i don't think i, I want to go here. anywhere else I, I hear you man i, I hear that this is uh, the place we- to be you know this is where the main circus tent is, the proverbial circus tent right here in America. Mm-hmm. It's a goddamn circus, and that's why we're here. We're it just seems lucky to that be things here. Are so, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm just saying we're, we're so lucky to be here, Mike. You're right, and, and I, I love my country. I always have. Even when I hated it, I loved it. Um, as I've said so many times, I, I, I used to protest through music. That was my thing. That's how I made protests. I didn't go out and break windows and throw Molotov cocktails. You at, didn't. Uh, at, at, you didn't uh, take a shit and throw it at an art gallery. No, nothing I like that. Okay, I have a lot more fucking class, and 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 I'm just so much better than those people are. Yes, uh, these uh, young kids uh, throwing paint at uh, nice artwork. There, um, yeah, that's or sticking their hands and or gluing their hands to things. It's it's pretty ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just moronic, and it's all starting from school, from from preschool to grammar school to high school to college and universities. They are being indoctrinated to hate this country, hate themselves, hate their families, uh, hate. And again, I'm not enforcing this, but hate religion if that's what your thing is. And they're just being told that America is a racist, hateful country. And if it's so fucking racist and hateful, why the hell does everybody want to come here? This is the greatest place on earth, in my opinion. Yeah, you can't leave this place. It's it's too glorious, in my opinion. 
how, why would you want to leave when they just give you everything? They tell you to come to the country. We'll give you a phone. We'll give you this. We'll give you that. We'll set you up in a five-star hotel. You can go, you know, That's everything. nice treatment. I mean, why wouldn't you want to come here if you had all exactly. those sweet little uh, perks? We're the only country with this open gate policy in our country. No other country in the world has it. None. We are spoiled here. We truly are. Spoiled and stupid. Spoiled and uh, slightly retarded. Look, look at look at the the education of of our kids. There are more kids out there. I mean, if you go to the store and and you got a kid like a, I don't know a fifteen year old who's you know at the register. Oof, that's the worst. Some of them, some of them can barely speak English. They can't cursive write. They have no idea about history. They don't know anything about uh, this. Like for example, when I was in school, we used to have shop where you would make things with wood and nails and and uh, you know hammers now if you know you don't even have to i don't even think they have physical education anymore in in, in school do they i'm sure they do i'm sure do it's they? still okay. there I, oh, yeah, I'm if sure they it's do still there. i stand corrected but i mean you know they, they don't teach them proper history uh, they're being told that america was founded in 1619 that um many of the presidents were racist because they had slave owners and they think that they were, were the only country that had slaves it's a sad time mike but it yeah. is it is the education system is <laughs> it's it's lacking it's a joke all oh, yes. the other countries even in the third world countries they're learning more than we are it's it's always been a problem mike and uh, hopefully that changes soon, but uh, the way things are going, I don't think that's ever going to change. We're going to just keep dumbing down America as we move forward here, almost in uh, 2023 now. Can you believe it, Mike? The year is almost over. I can't believe it, Michael. I just cannot believe Whoa. the last five years have gone. It's pretty wild. It's as wild as A.C. Slater in the chat room, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I got A.C. Slater out here. That's how you know the show is over. Slater? Yes, A.C. Slater uh, wrestling with Zach in the locker room back in the day. Say by the bell, Mike. A.C. Slater, D.C. Right, that's how you know the show's over. Once he shows up, the show's done. My goodness, Mike, go ahead and uh, plug away as we shut <sighs> this down. Well, thank you. Uh, much thanks to the host, Michael Deacon, uh, my buddy, my pal, and uh, the guy who lets me talk a lot on the radio here. Um, many, many thank you to you, Michael, for having me on tonight and doing the interview with Mr. Dean Ryan. Uh, thank you to him. Thank you to all you listeners who uh, have tuned in, uh, checked it out, and all you podcasters out there who are listening to this afterwards. Um, if you're interested, uh, my book is still for sale, King of an Empire to the Shoes of a Misfit, the Memoirs of Mike Hideous. Available exclusively at MikeHideous.com. I'm glad you um, said that, by the way, Mike. You said uh, podcasters out there. It's, it's, it's kind of remarkable how many people would uh, podcast, uh, listen to this program. It's kind of funny. Yeah, okay. I find that amusing in, in a good way. I think, oh, how nice you, ha you, you listen to the show. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's it. Um, yeah, so if you're interested, uh, my book is still available. It's a limited edition book. It is the third version print. And um, if you want to order it, do it now. You can get it for somebody for their Christmas present. Um, uh, among other things, I've got uh, horror 
images of um, the, the, the horror greats on uh, pillows, throw blankets, towels, uh, T-shirts, hoodies, you name it. Check out my website, MikeHideous.com. Thank you, Michael. I had an awesome time, and I'll talk to you most likely tomorrow. Thank you, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Ciao. And there it goes, boys and girls. I do want to thank all of you for pressing play and hanging out with us here tonight. We'll be back uh, very soon, yet again. Maybe tomorrow, actually, we'll probably be back with, as I said before, Mr. Max Egan. And it's been a long time since we checked in with him. We'll see what's going on with him. And once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us here tonight. We will be back. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place. And life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night. <laughs>